Welcome to Define You Radio, the place to be for real talk and real tips to help you define your personal and professional life. Class is in session with your host, the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin Wallace. Pens and papers ready. Class is now in session. Welcome to Define You Radio Facebook Live Edition. We are glad to have you here. Go ahead and say hey when you get here. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get started with this show. I'm your host, Valencia Griffin Wallace. And I am joined by my two beautiful queen sisters, Queen LaVon Copeland and, (laughs) and Queen Shannon Ward. Uh, we're back from uh, our much-needed extended break since the retreat, which was dynamic. Maybe we'll get a chance to hit on that. Um, I see all the queens are stepping into the room. We're so glad to have y'all here. It's going to be a very interesting show. Make sure you leave your questions. If you're watching us live, go ahead and leave your questions and comments below, and maybe we'll read them off. Um, make sure you like, love, and share the video. So, and I'm reading notes. Okay, so we about to just get into it because I'm we're not gonna hold y'all all night tonight, even though we know y'all miss us. Y'all know it is cuffing season, and I had to look that up because apparently cuffing season starts when the first cold front comes through. Mm-hmm. Jesus. But okay. most importantly. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So before y'all get ready to cuff somebody or get cuffed, keep that in the uh, front of your mind that it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And so we're going to kind of touch on both topics, see how they relate. Um, What does one have to do with the other? If you want to share your experience with us, go ahead and Put them in the comments and we're going to get to it. So with that being said, we're going to dive off. Now, we entitled this show Signs That They Are The One or Not. Or I think like no way. I really wanted to put hell no. And I am going to watch my mouth. But, you know, we're just going to be real on this show because I'm tired of um, people because it's cuffing season and get cold. And then next thing I know. You know, people that I love, like, or care about, or even end up in relationships that's not healthy because you just simply want to cuff somebody. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. So we'll start off. Oh, in classes and session, get your pens and papers ready. Um, Queen Ashanti says she can't hear. Uh, but if any, let me know if anybody else is having any issues with um, hearing us. Because then we might have to make some adjustments. So if one of y'all could peep on Facebook and see. I'm looking. Okay, cool. Okay, so signs they aren't the one. And speaking, this is my tip, my thing, speaking from personal experience. Um, Normally, your spidey senses, your queen senses will let you know they're not the one. Valencia, and yet you choose to, well, is it a, it's not actually a cuff. Is it a cuff if you're not marrying that person? It's still yes. a cuff season. It's still okay. Because mm-hmm. I have cuffed people, semi cuff, maybe one cuff, people that I knew weren't mm-hmm. the one. Like I knew that. Number one. That's my number one tip. Queen Shannon. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna just add to that. Yeah, of course we know when they're not the one. We we know. Like, I mean, if we are gonna be all the way honest, we know from the first hello. Usually, energy don't lie. People lie. Numbers lie. Whatever, however you want that quote goes. But energy will never lie. When you feel somebody' energy and it just does not match, you know. But we always want to bypass. Well, maybe it was just this. Uh-uh. 
go with your gut instinct. They call that your brain gut or, or gut brain, however it's pronounced. But it's it's usually accurate. It's it's usually accurate. Go with that. Mm-hmm. Queen Levon, and I know you and your husband have been together forever and a day plus a month. <laughs> but either speak from personal experience or experiences with your maybe your friends or folks have told you, what do you think is the number one sign that they aren't the one? I think it goes back to what Queen Shannon says. We know, we know when we meet them, it, women, we just have that intuition, that woman's intuition, that, that little nudge that tells you, and usually we know as soon as we meet them, you know, whether it's blind date, the first time, you know, you but you sometimes we don't listen to ourselves because we think I'm just going to go on this date and see, you know, just that maybe what I'm feeling isn't right. But you have to go with that gut, you know, deep down um, and you make sometimes I don't want to say it was a post, but you hear people saying women even know usually when she goes out with the man, if she's even going to have sex with them. So, I mean, that's how we already know. We know this is just a <laughs> facts. Let's call it a spe- facts. <laughs> that we do. Um, like uh, what I I saw some. I want to say it was a post. Somebody had, and it probably was a guy that posted it, but it says that if her um and her panties match, she chose to sleep with you. You didn't. You didn't do anything. She chose to sleep with you. She knew it when she left the house because she did know that extra. So women, we just, we know. I mean, you just have to go with your I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let me just, just bust that myth. At least for me. Play them. They're they going to match with or without trying to tell about whether I want you or not. They're going to do what they're going to do. Even if I want you, they ain't got to match that. As long as they're clean and cute, you said be all right. Carry on. Let's carry on. <laughs> That's why I said a man had to write. Had that. to. He had to. I'm gonna have to ask my husband. Um, we're just gonna move on from that. We're gonna just move on from from that topic. And hey, queens, we see y'all in the building. Make sure y'all like, love, and share the video. Some quick shout outs to Queen Ashanti, Queen Lorraine, Queen Dynasty. Um Queen Jordan, um, my stepmom, Queen Paulette, I see you, Vandela. So we'd love to hear y'all comments on um, that note, not about your panties and bra matching, just about if you know they're they're the one or not. And I think it's true for men as well. You know, Um, I know, and speaking from past experience, when a guy approached me, God have mercy on their soul because you approach me the wrong way. You was going to get G-Baby instead of Valencia. Like that whole hollering at me at the gas station while I'm paying and pumping for my own gas. <laughs> and women, you, you, we really do know this. So that's, you know, I think the number one thing you have to pay attention to your spidey sense or whatever that's telling you. Um, Another sign that they aren't the one. They, um, you have to censor yourself. You have to um, watch your mouth and watch what you say and watch certain things about you. Because if you're not comfortable with somebody to where you can't be who you are, they're probably not the one. Queen LaVon, your thoughts? I totally agree. Like you said, if they, if you feel like you have to censor yourself, you don't want to take them around certain people or in certain atmospheres or environments because you're thinking I'm not going to fully be able to be me or, you know, like almost you have this guard up. Absolutely. Because the thing is, if you start censoring yourself, then that's how we get into the whole we losing our voice. I mean, it's just the stair step. You censor yourself in the beginning. By the time you're down the road and you're all the way into fully cuffed, you end up being, you know, at that place where you've lost your voice. And then you're trying to, you know, 
coming to us, you know, to get coaching or to get, you know, some sisterly advice or some queen advice on how do I get back to finding who I am? How do I get back to me? You And you wonder, where did I lose myself? It started on that first date when you oh. didn't listen to your senses. And then on that second date, when you realize, oh, I can't say that around them. And why you on that date trying to front, like, you know, the salad fork from the uh, entree fork when you really don't. <laughs> Queen Shannon, or maybe that's just me. <laughs> that, that might be just you. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, to even add to what Queen LeVon said, you lose your voice. But not only that, here's the problem I find with that. You continue down this road and you're past cuffing you into a relationship. And to be honest, this man or woman is in love with a person that they do not, it's not, it's not even real. That's mm. not the real you. Mm. That's not who you are. You've created this person to be who you think they wanted you to be. And somewhere along the line now, it, you spaz out, things go wrong. Why? Because you were never really you. You were never mm. being yourself. And that it did, it did nothing. And then we want to quit mm -hmm. to point the finger at the other person. But at the end of the day, if you take a step back from the beginning, the foundation was rocky and shaky because it was a lie. It was never real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if I, if I can't be who I, I am around you, if I can't be goofy, if I can't be the tomboy that I can be sometime, if I just I can't be all the things that I am wrapped in one. I, I don't want to do it. That's too much effort to try to hide all of this greatness. That is me. And if you know your bra and panties, back to that. 99.9% .9 of the time don't match. I'm just saying, why start the relationship with a lie? That's the truth. Ain't nobody got time to be, you know, I'm just not on that. A special set that you're wearing just when you're going to see him. Right. And you think yeah. I only got one pair, one uh pair of underwear and bra? No, that's because I'm trying to front wearing the one set I got to, that match for you. You ain't the and, one. I got that's if, too much work. And and here's the thing: and if you won't match your set, you better buy. Mm. Do you know how much bras cost? A good bra. No, that'll have to be a queen only <laughs> chat with a private group about that. One. No, they might. The, the, listen, the kings might need to hear that one so they can back up off of us a taste. Uh huh. So they can start <laughs> buying some. That part. Because <laughs> a good bra costs roughly the same amount as a um to get your nails done. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, that's thank true. you. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, do y'all think it's a coincidence that cuffing season and literally, if you Google it. It says it starts around October, mm -hmm. give or take. Mm -hmm. Do you think, what do you think the relation between uh, cuffing season and domestic violence um, mm. is? Because that's really what I want to hit on. But I want to, first off, we're just going to discuss the three types, main, I don't want to say the main types of abuse, but the one most people have to deal with, which is emotional um him calling you ish in front of his friends, that's emotional abuse. That ain't cute. Mm -hmm. um, embarrassing you, putting you down, those things, that's emotional abuse. Uh, physical abuse, him, you know, y'all slapping and stuff like that, uh, hitting. Um, economic abuse, which a lot of women don't understand, but if you get paid and you handing your money, not handing it over, but he's taking it, um, financial control, that's economic abuse. So my question is, what do y'all think the relation is between cuffing season and domestic violence? Um, I would think to some it, it's or do you think there's a relationship there? It's a, it's a, it's a relationship there. Um, I, I don't know how much of an effect it has, though, because there, there are people that, you know, that have domestic violence throughout the year, you know, you know, whatever have you. And then there are some that may encounter it during cuffing season because the desperation of having somebody um, and 
it has a relationship. I'm just not sure of of how big of of an impact or or how big the relationship is between the two. I mean, I mean, because cuffing season is a is is a thing, but I don't know that even in going still into 2019 with all this going on is still a big big thing. Like it, it was a big thing maybe like in last year, year before last, but it's slowly starting to like fade out. People are just not mm-hmm. with the foolery. They know the cold is coming. They recognize the signs. They recognize that income tax is going to come up soon, and and everybody want to be. Cut. So people are starting to recognize it a little bit, but um, domestic violence is year round. Really, there's no no time, season, or reason really for it. It's just whenever Hmm. i agree i don't think it's that it has a strong tie as far as when cuffing season the numbers increase however i do think it's probably predicated of what's to come cuffing season you end up getting into the relationships like queen shannon said kind of out of desperation because it's, you know, it's the cold and the holidays are coming up and I want to have a boo and I want to have this. So we don't take the time to listen to those signs that we saw on the first date. You know, we didn't take in, take heed to that feeling that we got, the energy that we felt, you know, so we negate a lot of the things that should have been red flags. We made excuses for, you know, we tried to brush them to the side and maybe this is going to change. And then, you know, months down the road, years down the road, this true person, like Queen Shannon said earlier, you know, now they realize this person that I'm with is not the person that I really thought because we've been this facade, carrying this facade for so long that now you realize this joker is crazy. And you're in, you know, because during the cuffing season, you think about it, it's this time of year up until, you know, through the holidays. So usually things are pretty, you know, in the beginning, mm-hmm. the the guards aren't fully down. Right. So why it may not be directly related to, you know, high numbers or increasing numbers during that cuffing season, I think it is the road that leads can lead to it because of mm-hmm. the, a lot of a lot of the things that we failed to heed in the beginning because we just wanted to be cuffed yeah mm. yeah Hashtag amen and i i think you know like queen lavon touched on um it's the holidays coming around so that person we may not look at twice um all mm. all of a sudden becomes desirable and then you on an episode of uh, True Crime or Current Affair or the ID channel um, it happens that quick and I could it you know does. speaking just from my experience with domestic violence um, which is a, a should have been a sign it was many signs he wasn't the one Men, many signs he wasn't the one before the domestic violence started but um one one of the things was that wanting to rush into it, which is a sign. Mm-hmm. It's like wanting to to possess me, um, and and own me, and those things. Then you know I was young, so you think that's cute, and you don't want to be by yourself, and all of these other mm-hmm. things. So it's easier to. Uh, and then I like what Queen Ashanti put in the comments about. Cuffing indicates bondage. I truly, mm-hmm. I was in bondage. Mm-hmm. Amen. Okay. Um, so that's the sign as well. I think sometimes when they want to move too quick, like before you find out they complete background or something, you know, like. Stuff you mm-hmm. find out if you would have just waited a couple of months or mm-hmm. whatever, or you got in a relationship with this person, you rush too quick to say you got bait. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Queen Shannon, your thoughts? Um, I mean, I would, I would, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, you know. <laughs> And I have these conversations frequently with a lot of, you know, being a single woman and we, we have a lot of a t- lot of single female friends and we talk about this stuff and it's I don't understand what the need to have a bay is about, though. Like, why are we in such a rush 
to find a bay instead of being bay to yourself. Um, and, and it's, and it's we, we, we do place ourselves in situations, bypass all the sides, all the things that we're talking about. We do all of this out of simply not wanting to be by ourselves, not wanting to be with ourselves. And, and, and because of that, we invite a lot of other issues in. We invite a lot of other um, baggage in. We invite a lot of other energies and spirits in. We invite things that we have no idea that we've brought into our homes, especially, God forbid, you have children. What did you bring into your children? What are you bringing around them? Who are you trusting with the, with the, the emotions of your child, with the, the, the livelihood of, you know, these things? And, and it's... You know, I honestly just, Bay, to me, Bay is funny. Like just, you know, when I say like, when I talk about Jason Momoa, that's Bay. <laughs> However, um, <laughs> wait, who are you talking about? That's what I'm talking about, but you don't have to bring her name up. We don't care about her, okay? Um, but, <laughs> but yes, but when we're talking about but in the natural sense of a relationship, I don't necessarily care for the word. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan to say, oh, that's my bae. No, no, that's that's not. That's not bae. That, that's not what that is. That, you know, what, what is bae anyway? What does that mean? Is that short for baby? So then at the end of the day, I mean, are you putting, uh, 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 making your relationship short or, or minimizing the importance of your relationship, but then you want this huge relationship? Like, I'm a literal person. So little, you know, words when you, you minimize words, you, to me, you're minimizing your relationship by calling them bae. That's just my thought process. If you want to, if that's your bae, say baby, say the whole word. Just, just I say think, it. I think bae stands before anybody else, before all else. It, it but see, that's for, a lie. It's a lie. The people saying it, they lying. Because <laughs> they change bae's every other week. I'm just saying. That'll be uh, our next point. Uh, <laughs> Queen LaVon, your thoughts on uh, people jumping, moving too quick into relationships. I've, what Shannon, Queen Shannon said to start with, I want to go. I think that's where my answer lies because I agree. Why is the need, you know, we keep saying, what is the need for the rush? You know, like, why is it? And what I was thinking as she was saying that is that a lot of times people fail or have that fear of being single or being by themselves because there's something powerful about silence. There's something powerful about alone time. And when you're by yourself, you kind of have to look at yourself. Absolutely. And you kind of have to make observations and you kind of, you know, it's like, I want to love myself and I want to get my, get to know myself, but I don't want to have to deal with the ugliness that is me. Mm. You know, a lot of times it's easy for us to look at ourselves and say what all is good about us. And of course, people with self-esteem issues may look at their self and say what's bad. But when people do that, they only usually look at the aesthetics of themselves. Uh -huh. You know, I wish I was this, I wish this was smaller or this was bigger. I wish I had more, but do people really take the time to say, you know what? My heart just ain't right. That Come on. I mean, who really sits and say, you know what? My heart is not right because the reason I'm doing this is for, you know, for, accolades are for show. I'm not doing this from my heart unto God. I'm not really, you know, ready. I can't even give into a relationship because in a relationship, I know all this, all I want is what I want. And I just want somebody that's going to take care of me. That's going to do this. That's going to do that. But what, but don't, I don't want to give anything. Are you willing to have those candid conversations? Uh, and in order to do that, it requires you to be by yourself. Absolutely. And so we rush. I think that rushing and wanting to be cuffed up or to be in a relationship is out of a need to run from yourself. Mm. Well, Boom. pass a collection plate on PayPal. Boom. <laughs> um, something. I had to have a talk with myself, and I'm glad that Craig didn't come to after. Um, 
because I really had to realize who Valencia was. I'm, I've changed. I've grown. I'll say that. Um, mm-hmm. But I used to be a verbal serial killer. Um, Cause I didn't want to put my hands on people because I didn't want to go to jail because I'm claustrophobic. Uh-huh. But I would make it a point that if you if you said something or did something to hurt me just a little bit, I will verbally destroy you. And I enjoyed that. And I'm woman enough now to say, yeah, I was that person. And I could always excuse my nasty behavior by saying I was justified. You know, and that was part of me, you know, looking in the mirror and saying this Valencia, come on now. People, you know, what if something I said to somebody because they did something to swipe me just a little bit, Mm -hmm. uh, made them commit suicide or go into a depression because I had to prove who Valencia was Mm. or who G-Baby was, I guess, before I grew into Valencia and just realized, I mean, not saying that I'm not don't carry a verbal dagger with me, but just saying that I've learned that some some stuff is just not worth what it does to my energy and what it may do to somebody else. Um, that's another sign to me that they're not the one. If y'all go out to eat and they have a really nasty attitude to the uh, waiter or the waitress or the people, to mm-hmm. me that's a sign that we ignore. If somebody mm-hmm. could talk to you know talk to somebody that they look at as serving them in such a nasty way, Queen Levon. I'm so oh my god, I'm so glad you hit on that. But I'm trying to recall who was just talking about this. I was listening on YouTube and I can't remember. Mm, I'll I have to go back and find it, but um, it pretty much summed up exactly what you said. Um. I think it was um, Bishop T.D. Jates. When you're, you think about when you're in a relationship with someone and that relationship, they know that they're getting something from you or that they're wanting something from you. Of course, they're going to court you and they're going to treat you right. But they say, if you really want to know what that person's character is, go, go out to eat with them, go somewhere and see how they act with the serve, you know, with the staff, Mm -hmm. how they act people because that's going to give you a better indicator of what this person is really like because yeah as long as and it was bishop T. Jakes, he was doing a business deal like he said this man he wants me to sign this contract with him so of course he's you know all flowery with his words and you know it hanging on my every comment but when we go out to eat you know you're nasty to the waitress you know you're pushing things you're yelling that lets you that's an indicator and if you can, if they can't even serve someone that they see that's beneath them, that's uh, less than them, then that uh, lets you know once they get what they need from you and you become beneath them and not worthy, what they feel not on their level, then they will treat you the same way. So I, I love that. And that's a great indicator when you're out on that first day, you know, yeah, I understand you hanging on that every word and you being, you know, all into the conversation, but take note of how they treat their wait staff. I may even go as to as far as looking at, do they believe in tipping? Mm. Because see, they, some people, you look at how people treat those people that they feel that is a servant to them. Mm-hmm. And they want, and they will be, they will begin to show you how they will treat you when they feel that you're in that same position as being a servant. So look at their conversation, their language, their body language. If, you know how, if they look down their nose at the person, look at the way they tip because it's a mindset that if this person, this is, they feel this is beneath me. So mm-hmm. I totally agree. Totally agree. Mm. Now, I want to, because this is something I hear all the time. Queen Ashanti put in the comments, um, check how they talk and talk to and treat the women in their family. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of disagree with that because you don't know the women in their family. Mm. That, I mean, that's, so I understand people say, well, you know, look at how they treat um, their mom or whoever else. But if 
I, to me, that's not necessarily a red flag unless you know the women in their family. Now, if they treating treating them like how you don't want to be treated, cussing them out, that type of thing, that's different. But to me, that's not the nail on the on the head. That's not the 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 nail on the the nail in the coffin, nor the ring on my finger with how they treat. The women in their family, so to speak. Thoughts, um, Shannon? Um, I, I'll say I'll agree on both sides. Mm-hmm. And, and this is why I'll agree um, on both sides. I agree that, yes, we don't know the women in their family, and they could very well warrant some some behavior towards them that may not be what, what you what you would look for, what you would right. say, well, he mm-hmm. treats them right. Um, but on the other end, even in that case. How do you still treat them? Meaning you don't I understand that, you know, the relationship might be strained and, you you know, they may have done some things or however the relationship is. But are you just outright nasty in that or are you just vindictive? Like that's not the kind of energy I want. Fine, if they've done you wrong, then and in my opinion, the best thing to do is just leave it alone. Now, if he's at a point where he's just saying, well, I just leave them alone, then that's a man at peace with whatever's happened and, 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 and he's handling it in a peaceful manner. But if he's constantly wanting to, to just be, well, you know, she got this going, then that's something different because that shows me that you're a vindictive individual, you're childish, you need to grow up, you have no peace, you might need to seek counseling. There, you know, there are m- multiple things in that instance because I don't, I can't carry around negative energy myself right. all the time. People do things all the time to us. So if you're carrying that energy and you're giving that same energy back to them because you feel that they deserve that instead of just saying, nah, I just don't bother with them at all. Now that's a red flag to me. That is a huge red flag. Mm. I, I agree. And I like the points you made because it's, there are people that share my, my DNA um, that I just don't deal with. And probably if you caught me in a position where I dealt with them, you might be like, damn, Valencia got an ass attitude or whatever. But um, there's history and to save my energy and keep it in this peaceful place where I'm at. I would just rather not deal with certain Mm -hmm. individuals. Mm -hmm. Queen LaVon. I agree. I'm like Shannon. I'm, I would. I said it's both ways because you don't know the history of the relationship, and some people they bring out that you know they can mm-hmm. that energy. They bring that energy and that negativity around yep. you. But I, what I love what she said is that though you do want to look at how they handle those relationships because that's going to be an indicator to you how they're going to handle you know things in your relationship. And although I say all the, you, I wouldn't necessarily look at how they treat every woman in the family, but I do pay attention to their relationship with their mother, especially if they was raised by their mom, because moms, we know from having sons, there's just a special type of relationship and a special bond that mothers have with their sons. So, and we're usually the ones that teach our sons how to treat women. And so mm-hmm. if they have this, you know, something where they really have, a, you know, it makes you question, are you going to fully be able to love me? Are you going to fully be able to care for me? But if you can see where, like Queen Shannon said, where they're saying, you know what? I just know that's, that relationship is strained. We won't ever have anything more than this. Like you said, Queen Bath, if I don't ever see him, I'm fine. I'm good with keeping my peace. So if you can see that, then you know, then, okay, this person that is mature to a level where they can say, you know what? I can say hey to you. I can be cordial to you, but I don't have to keep company with you. But I mm-hmm. do say look at the, and it's not even not just with, you know, the women in their family, but just in general, their relationships with other people. And I think someone in the comments put, you know, how they treat their children. If they have oh, children God, or yes. elderly parents or grandparents, because the one thing I've looked at as far as relationships, the way people, how they get over things, like um, you said, are they a vindictive type? Are they one that hold grudges or they say that they've moved on and they forgave you for something. But every time, you know, you keep hearing them bringing stuff up, that's going to be indicators for you how the relationship with you and that person is going to be. Because that means that if you do something wrong 
although they may tell you they've forgiven you, they never let it go. If you see them doing that in other relationships, so it can put a strain on the relationship down the road. So we do ignore a lot of those red flags, but those are the things that hopefully Queens will see by watching this live, sharing this live. You know, those that will come in later and watch the replay will note that even if you want to go into quote cuffing season, you know, don't go in with your eyes wide shut. Hmm. And nose wide open. That part. (laughs) You know, honey, if your eyes going to be wide, make them open, but don't be wide shut. Okay, so this is another, um, and I'm kind of flipping back and forth with a, a sign. Um, and this is, you know, from personal experience, some of these signs, I'm like, dang, if I would have had this list, yeah. I could have saved myself a lot of time. They don't exactly. support you. How important is support um, in a, building a relationship? Very. I mean, it's on at so many different levels, though. It's not just support um, financially. I'm thinking support mentally, some support spiritually, you know, emotionally, financially, you know, even physically. Can I depend on you to be there for me? You know, sometimes I need a shoulder to cry on. I don't need any words or anything. I just need to know that you're going to be there. So support is very um, important. Um, I look at it when God, you think about when God, the reason he created, you know, woman is because he understood, he knew that man, that man could not live alone, that he needed a helpmate. So when a man has a wife or a woman or in any relationship, we were meant to be in relationship and to support each other. I mean, a helpmate, that's part of being a helpmate is being supportive. He knew that man could not do it alone. So he created woman. So to me, support is right there. God gave, gave directives to man and woman. He said a man is supposed to love his wife the way that Christ loved the church. And a woman is supposed to support, supposed to respect her husband. And I think in order to love, if you love someone and if you respect someone, then you're going to be there to support not only them physically, emotionally, financially, but, you know, you want to make sure that you're there to support them, support their dreams and their visions and support whatever God has birthed inside of them, is birthing inside of them. So I think it's right up there with the love and the respect. Hashtag amen. Queen Shannon. Um, I, I would say I agree with Queen LaVon. Um. For me, when I when you think love, I've I've come to a point where loyalty is the first thing when I think love because we want love to be this emotion with this feeling. Love is an action. Love is all act. Love is a verb. There's nothing about that that says that a verb. Oh, I, I it's feelings. It's, it's not that. So it's the loyalty, and in loyalty is support. There is that having your back. There is that. That being your ride or die, so to speak, not, you know, literally, but you're so to speak, like if, if, if I, you need to know on both ends, men and women, that, and, and I, matter of fact, I'll, I'm going to go off on the man side because you hear a lot of women say it, but off the man side, they need to know that should something happen, if there's an accident, something happened in their job, they, they're down for a minute, can she, is she still going to hold me down? Is she still going to be right there with me? Now, we quick to want men to do that. We want a baby. We we fine with staying home and letting them take care of us. But if they, you, we know we got a good working man and something happens outside of his control, they need to know that she's loyal and she got my back. She's not going to go out here and do all other kinds of extra things, you know, uh, uh, that's going to make me look crazy or, or make our family, our household, these things look crazy. But she supports me in the sense of emotional because we, for, for fact, we know men can't take certain things we can take. And a man losing job or man losing finance, that is like detrimental to them. Mm -hmm. That is like heartbreaking, baby. They can't take Mm -hmm. that. So can you support Mm -hmm. him and have his back and let him know, baby, I got you. Mm -hmm. I got you. We go, we, we in this together. It doesn't matter what's happening right now. I got you because I know this is not the man that you've always been, or this is the man that you are. So support on both ends is huge, but it boils down to that bigger portion of that, meaning just straight up be loyal. If you're loyal to them and loyal to your your cause of togetherness, 
you got you gonna support. That's just part of what it's gonna be. I love that you said that, especially because in in this day and age of the independent woman, I got my own. Um, and you know, women, y'all can feel how y'all want to feel. I'm gonna just be one hundred. A lot of us want to go past the quote unquote cuffing season and have a serious relationship, build something and be a wife. But a lot of us simply aren't ready. You know, if, if something happens, your man lose a job or let's say get in an accident, you have to change his diapers. Are you that woman? That's a question a lot of women need to, you know, I think. Honestly, uh, a lot of us as women, we we could be a little selfish. Um, I love that. Just, I mean, I'm something just, that you said. I, what something that you said, um, Queen, yeah, like Queen LeBron, I, hate. <laughs> I just want to piggyback off of that because I love something that you said. I love that. Because we don't think about those things, you know. Really, are you going to change a man's diaper? You know, are you in there for the long haul? Because you can't oh. in the aspect of being supporting. You can't, you know, make them feel less than a man at the same time. You know, because now you know we get that independent mindset that well, I'm paying the bills and I'm doing this. You know, really. Um, I actually was listening to a lady speak today. I think this was on Instagram and they were, you know, they poke um, Gucci man and his wife. They had a picture of them up and was talking about um, saying black love or talking about how great it is. You know, a lot of and I want to say I think she said it was Snoop Dogg actually made the post or commented that, you know, a lot of women want Gucci man. And um, I want I can forget his wife's name. Something stuff with him. Some, that. But they don't understand that she was the wife that, you know, she was the reason she's the wife because she was the girlfriend that was there, you know, in jail, Gucci, on drugs, Gucci, cheating. You know, she was there through all of this. And most women, you know, like Queen Shannon said, are we going to be the woman to stand up and say, if he's out of work, that I'm, you know, I got this, you know, I got our back, you know, we still going to be okay without making them feel less than a man because we've got that mindset that I'm independent, I make the money and I'm bringing it home, I'm paying the bills, so I don't need you where you don't got a job, you don't lost a job where you can go on because I'm doing it all by myself. No. Because when you were at home and you weren't and you wasn't working and he was doing all that, did he ever make you feel less than a woman? Nope. Did he ever say that, you know, those things to you? So especially in this day and age, it's amazing to see the change in the psychology of how we think about, you know, just because now women more independent, you know, you think about our moms and our grandmas, you know, that, you know, work at home all day and Take still took care of the house, but they never made you know their husbands to feel less than a man, right? If something uh -huh. did happen, you know, that there was nothing wrong with going to work if I had to because our home needed this, and that was the mindset this is for our home, not right. for me, but for our home. And uh -huh. this is the thing I realized because I'm gonna bring it back around to abuse, right? Uh, women can be emotionally abusive i have mm -hmm. been in in walmart or different places and you hear women some women say things so nasty to to their children and mm -hmm. to, to the men in their lives um and then you expect this man to want to go put in a 12 14 hour eight hour shift and make you feel like a woman and you're the queen. But as women, some we got to watch what we say because you Absolutely. can't take her back. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, if when I say I, I could honestly say I have been previously, not now, but I could say, honestly, I have been emotionally abusive. Like my verbal dagger did not stop because I was in a relationship with somebody. And of course, if I'm in a relationship with you, I know your touch points. And I was going to touch all of them to where I scored you for life. Lord, I'm glad I changed. But, you know, I was emotionally abusive. And I think as women, we don't think about the words that we say to the men in our lives or the children in our lives. But we're focusing on me and in 
I think women, when it comes to emotional abuse, I think women are probably more emotionally abusive than men. That's my thoughts. Mm. Shan. I can see that. Queen Lamar, go ahead. Um, for okay. women, it's and, and and I could and I'm, I could be wrong, but here's just my thought. To some degree, now there are a couple of us that feel physically we can take a man. There are some of us that really think that. However, those of us that are that were raised right and know better, we we're not even going to do that. That's not what we're going to do. But if I know I can destroy a man's ego. See, women run around, and I see, like, on Facebook, let me just go on and go here, because it's going to be my rant, y'all, so here it is. I'm tired of seeing these women keep posting about these narcissistic men. First of all, first of all, let's stop playing games, because the women that are probably posting this are narcissistic themselves. The men are now narcissistic to you because you can't control them. And so what you feel is you'll be emotionally and verbally abusive to this man because that'll kill his ego. And then I can get him to do what I want him to do. Do you not think that's manipulation? Do you not think that's narcissism? When you use his own weaknesses against him, you know, the man has children. You go out here and you physically abuse him by and emotionally, excuse me, abuse him by saying and doing things about his children. What is that? That's narcissism and manipulation. So women use that tactic as a means of control. That's what they, they want to control. Since, and since I can't physically put my hands on you without knowing that I might possibly get knocked out, I'm going to go ahead and just use some words, use your own heartbreak, use your own things. Because here's the one thing I can't stand, men or women, do not allow somebody to, to, to take what you've... Let me rephrase that. Do not take what somebody's told you because they were comfortable enough to open themselves to you and use that to hurt them and bring them down. That is like the lowest form of a human being in this world to me. I I can't understand why you would want to take the very thing that they trusted you with and use it to try to kill them with it. I don't have a collection plate, but here's a collection cup. (laughs) I know. Queen LaVon. I'm passing uh, the collection cup. Yeah, let me. Let me. I'm done. You, you, Queen Laval, you got it now. I just, it just irks my spirit. I'm oh sorry. Oh my God, honey, I'm like, I can't get out. I'm trying. I have to stay right here in my chair. <laughs> but when I tell you, but I'm. Let me just tell you this way. I and our bitch, we've been doing this series on changing the narrative at church. This has been his series, pretty much the whole summer going into fall but this this past sunday he actually called it the delilah spirit mm. <laughs> there it is right there there that's it why is see why I was, that's why i couldn't even do anything because i'm like shannon you talking about is that because what he was saying was that she allowed you think about it, she allowed samson to lay his head in her lap and doing that most vulnerable moment when he's sharing in that intimate space with you. Mm. And then you take what he has said and you go back and you use it. And I think that's probably the one of my biggest character traits that is a turnoff that I yes. hate in people, in relationships. And I will cut you off without you even knowing it for the quickness. Because when you break that code of intimacy, Hmm. When someone shares that level of information with you and then you take it and either share it with someone else or you use it back. It's like it's like to me, it's like projectile vomiting because you bring it up with all that emotion and that anger and stuff and you just spew it out to hurt them. Literally, literally those words that they've shared with you, you take it and Hmm. allow it to be weapons. And he called it the Delilah spirit because that is, and I think that is something with women, we have to go back because a lot of what we deal with is, you know, is spirits and it's things that have been passed down from generations to generations. I mean, we've had the spirit of Eve that we need to be broken off of Mm. the spirit of, you know, 
Delilah that has to be broken off. And we know we hear about the Jezebel spirit, which also ties into what you were saying, Queen Shannon, because it's that level of manipulation. Yes, we take those things that are dear. We know we've seen women that will withhold men that want to see their kids and visit their kids and they will hold pretty much hold them hostage and yep. not allow them to see them all in a in in the means to get back as a get yep. back or I'm going oh you think they because it's like once we know what your weakness is yeah we know what your kryptonite is we know how to we know how to destroy you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so my God well, I'm, I'm gathering my thoughts after I pass the cup <laughs> After I pass the cup, because I, mean, um, I wanted please. to touch on it because I've seen people do. But you know what? I won't even be friends with a woman that I see do that at all. Um, mm-hmm. And ladies, queens, we have to hold our friends accountable yes. to, you know, um, things like that. We have to not mm-hmm. just that, but even in a relationship. Um when I decided to get my life and, and be a wife, you know, um, instead of, and I say that, like, I always say I've been married before, but this is the first time I'm a wife. I, I told my husband, everybody I've been with, I done cheated on in some way, shape, or form. I was 100% honest. Um, whether it was just a phone conversation, a date, or whatever. And I'm trying to think where I was going with that point besides just vomiting all my business on Facebook. (laughs) But we just going to go to the next point. That was the reason I said that. Um, Okay, so that's something I I told my husband. Um, And I'm very honest with that now because I've written about it. So I'm honest about that. But that's something he could have easily used against me. Well, how I know okay. you're faithful to me if you cheated on everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I would have said it's my ADD. It's not my fault. But um, thank God I've changed. And that kind of brings me to another point. Because I realized, not excusing cheating by any means, but I realized that I was cheating, talking to other people and doing those things because I didn't I wasn't getting what I needed from one person. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not saying don't nobody use this as an excuse and say I said it. I only could speak for me and where I was. But the bigger thing is I didn't know who Valencia was and what Valencia needed. Mm. So it was hard to be with somebody that I felt like I, I needed to be with, but when I really didn't know what I needed myself, if that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. 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 It goes back to us not having that time to know ourselves, though. Yeah. Because how can you tell somebody what you really needed when you really didn't even know what you needed? Exactly. And just to kind of go back, circle back to that, because I wanted to ask this question. Do you think... Or if you look at most women that are at that place where they're in a relationship and they found happiness, is it after they've gone through so many and then they actually take that time to stop and say, I'm not doing this anymore. I need to work on me first. And they really realize who they are and what they need and what they will and will not put up with. Or either they get in a relationship with um, um, someone and that person forces them to, you know, actually look at themselves before they can really say that they've had a healthy, that or they're, they're having a healthy relationship. I would say, um, I would say the first one um, that you said, because I, I knew who Valencia was. I was getting to know Valencia, I was allowing Valencia to be vulnerable and and weak and have emotions um, and to mourn the loss of my past. And then at that point in time is when I met Craig. Um, But I'm trying to remember your question. Did you continue to work on yourself? Yeah. Before you went fully? Okay. 
Because I, I, I would say this: I'm working on myself is every day. Exactly. Um, every day I'm learning how to be a better friend, how to be a, a better Valencia, how to be a better wife and mom. So I could say when you when you get in that relationship with that one after you'd have been with all the not ones, mm-hmm. like when you'd have been with the not ones, you and you find yourself, you attract the one because your vibe is different, your spirit is different. The ones that yes. are not the one. You going like I say, my my spirit will repel certain people, keep me from doing business with them or being friends with them. I think I got to a point where my spirit of love of me was so strong, people that mm-hmm. might have came into my life not meaning me no good was repelled. Um, mm-hmm. but I think being with the one allowed me to grow more and I'm still growing like it allows me to look at myself every day how can I be a better friend to Queen Shannon how can I be a better friend to Queen LaVon how can I be a better a better wife you know yeah Mm -hmm. interesting (laughs) it's interesting Makes sense. It makes it makes a lot of sense, though. It does make sense, though. Um, I, I, it, it makes a lot of sense. I think um, you have to start on your own first, um, and then I do believe that there are people. There is somebody, even relationship-wise, because I think, and this is for me. I think it's hard to to work on relationship issues on your own. Like, if I know I have issues in relationships or things, like, how can I work on them without being in a relationship, if that makes sense? Um, it's just like, okay, I have I have a, a, a weight issue, okay? How can I work on the actual weight issue without getting in, into the mode of saying, okay this is what needs that you, you like the change of mind like I don't know if it makes sense it's just it's got to be for me I think it, it helps to be able to actually see it in action I guess because if I can see myself in action in the mode of what's happening or see okay bam there's one of your issues that you 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 tend to have then it, it I can work on it better that way and I do believe that there are people um and, and it could be that one that will be that one to help you get through that. That can actually help call that out in you and say, hey, uh, this, that. And you'd be like, oh, man, I do do that, don't I? But the, And you know they're not doing it to to bring you down. They're doing it to, to help, you know, to just help bring shine a light on something cause that you might not even know that you do or, or that you, you have done or anything. So, I, I, like I said, I can see you definitely got to start with yourself. But I think... For me to work on relationship issues or, or things that I may do in relationships that I'm not conscious of, it's I think it's helpful to be in a, some form of relationship and especially with somebody that can actually point it out, somebody that I can trust to say, okay, hey, here's, uh, you know, and, and help me grow from there. Um, and it also helps me in the sense that I can look at it and say, okay, even if that doesn't work, they were not the one, but they were there to help me become a better person to get to the one. Because everything is not always, you know, it's not always a bad thing. Well, you know, we broke up, this happened. Well, no, but what did I learn while I was with them? What did I learn to understand about myself a little bit better? Because everybody comes to teach you something. Everybody's there to teach you something and you're there to teach somebody else something. So what, you know, what, what, is, what is it? What's going, you know, I have to figure it out. So at that point, to me, I can see it on both ends. I'll start with myself, but definitely I think somebody will be placed in your life or, like I said, it could be the one, could not be the one, but to help you grow into the one if they're not the one. Mm. Hashtag amen. Um, As we begin to wrap up, I want this to be the last um, point, and we may pick pick this back up on another show. What makes a healthy relationship? What should kings and queens 
look for um, that could possibly be keys. This is the one or keys. This is a healthy relationship because a lot of times people don't know if all you see was dysfunction. You think that's normal. Queen, um, Queen LaVon. Communication. If you can be open and honest when talking, you know, you feel like you can be vulnerable and share from your heart. That is a good sign because if, if something happens when you can share and be real, you know, it's like I can share my intimate my darkest secrets, my intimate moments, you know, just to be able to share that vulnerability of communication. Mm. Absolute key. Queen Shannon, before you go, because I had thought of this point earlier when we were talking about the Delilah spirit. Mm. So, me and why you worried about if their bra and panties match, you better be wondering what she trying to get up out of you. Queen that Shannon. Part. Um, I will say I agree with Queen LeVon communication. And for me, I'm going to have to say it's that genuine, that genuine connection. It's a, it's a, it, it's got to be the, the communication. And I think a genuine connection is going to make the communication flow better. And for me, humor is huge. Like not just make me laugh, but where we can, we can deal with life issues and make a joke out of it to you know, and we understand it might be serious, but we're okay that we can oh, laugh about it. We can find the humor in it and keep moving. Like to me, that's huge. Cause I don't want to sit all day long and cry about this stuff. Let me cry a little bit. And then eventually bring me up. I, I know that you're going to bring me up out of it. Cause you're going to say something that's going to make me want to just like holler with, with laughter. That's huge to me. Because and you, you got to know how to get past. Because <laughs> y'all know I'm good for making y'all laugh at inappropriate moments. <laughs> Hashtag amen. Inappropriate. I'm sorry, Queen Shannon. <laughs> but um, that, that was me. <laughs> I, would, I would say this, kings and queens that's um, listening, and thank y'all again for joining us. And make sure you like, love, share the video, leave your comments below, say hey. Uh, Queens when you get here and say replay if you're watching a replay but um, I would say the number one or number one and two signs for me the biggest things for me knowing that they probably are the one is respect and trust um, and that doesn't mean just respecting you at home but how are you talking to me in public how are you talking to me in in front of people those things and definitely trust and i was so used to um not being trusted that when i got in a relationship with somebody who trusted me it felt weird like because i was used to texting okay i'm here i'll be home at this time or da 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 um and that's sad and it sucks but trust is a is a big thing, especially with how we travel and the different things that we do. Um, my husband has to trust me. Mm -hmm. So think of about that when you're looking for the one. Is he if is he if y'all just starting to see each other and he asking you to let him know um, you made it to work? It may not be about your safety. Mm hmm. It is true. So um, that is our two cents. We'll probably pick this topic back up maybe in another week or two. Just stay connected with us on social media to connect with Queen Shannon. You can find her. Queen Shannon. Um, you can find me at Shannon Shadon Ward, Facebook, or just uh, Shadon for my fan page. You can also find me on Instagram at The Real Shadon, Twitter, The Real Shadon, uh, YouTube, Shadon, uh, and website, shadonmusic.com. She's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Queen LaVon. I am LaVon Copeland everywhere. Webpage, www.lavoncopeland.com, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. 
and YouTube, all LaVon Copeland. And I am Valencia G. Wallace everywhere. But where I'm at mostly is Facebook. Um, <laughs> we hope you guys liked and enjoyed the show. We hope that you guys, as you go into a uh, cupping season, keep in mind that it is um, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Because if he if at you, I'm just saying, think about it. Um, that's my tip. So thank you guys so much for listening. You can um, connect with us on social media. If you enjoyed the show, leave your comments and go ahead and share it. And remember, your past doesn't define you. That includes past relationships. It gives you definition and teaches you what to look out for. And what you do with that is up to you. Thanks for listening to Define You Radio. Make sure you connect with the show at www.defineuradio.com. Pens and papers down. Class dismissed.